Fly ball left field tagging from third is Suarez. Goodell comes running in. He's under it, makes the catch. Here's the throw to the plate. It's in the air. He is. And welcome back to the Stupid Money Podcast on what would have been, I guess, our happiest episode, most positive episode. But because I'm alone, uh, we're just going to run through it. Sean, traveling back from Arizona still, couldn't get anyone else to come on, short notice. So I'm just going to go through what happened this weekend and look forward to the divisional round, which feels good to say that, that the, the Phillies are moving on. But... They beat the Cardinals in two, like Sean and I both predicted, counting on Wheeler and Nola playing well, and they both did. Uh, Wheeler, six and one-third scoreless. Nola, six and two-thirds scoreless. So <clears throat> you're going to win a lot of games when that happens. The offense, you know, still wasn't pretty, I guess. I, I think, you know, they score the nine runs in game one, in the or they score the six runs, excuse me, in the ninth inning in game one. And it's just kind of like, outside of that, it wasn't that pretty. Um, you know, they got a little lucky that Helsley blew up. I, I think part of that is the fact that he was hurt more than they let on heading into the series. And the fact that he did an up-down pitching the eighth, coming back in for the ninth. And I think you got to give a lot of credit to Bryson Stott in the eighth for forcing the walk and kind of forcing the Cardinals to go to him because the tying run came to the plate. And even though the Phillies didn't do anything in the eighth, it kind of set up the ninth in a way. So a lot of nice situational hitting in the ninth, especially Segura. It's good to see him, you know, longest active player without making the playoffs. And then his first ever playoff game pretty much has the game-winning hit. Uh, as far as the bullpen goes, I mean, Eflin, Eflin closed both games. They weren't clean innings by any stretch. They were both nerve-wracking innings. Uh, Tying run came to the plate it, Actually, the, the winning run came to the plate in game two, but in both games. So it, it wasn't exactly clean. The bullpen, it, it was very short. It was Alvarado, Robertson, Dominguez, Eflin. I I think, you know, anything else they're not really that comfortable with. I get it, but they're going to have to expand the bullpen a little more in this series against the Braves, especially because it's the best out of it's a best out of five, not a best out of three. So you know, you gotta win three games, not two. You're and you can afford to, you know, you don't want to lose a game, but you can afford it a lot more than in a three game series. So job well done. You know, I I thought we both had a lot of confidence in them heading into this, and you know, it paid off. I I, I think we were both pretty spot on with what we thought was gonna happen. Uh the Cardinals, you know, that lineup was all Goldschmidt and Arenado and Everyone else was just kind of there. The whole pool host thing, whatever was going on there, he looked like his old self in this round. And Molina's not very good. And the rest of the guys on that team just seem like defensive players that run fast. You know, I, I not that much about that lineup scares you if you just find a way to work around Arenado and Goldschmidt. And for the most part, the Phillies did. I know. Uh, it looked like Arenado had one about 15 rows deep in game one, and the wind knocked that down and 
realistically that won the Phillies the game, I guess. But that's going to happen. It happened for both teams. But it was, it was just really cool to see them win a get not even just get back in the playoffs, win a playoff series. See, that was awesome. And then uh, Mundo Sosa making the last out after the Cardinals traded him in their ballpark was that was great. That was great too. So, you know, the Phillies get some revenge for 2011 because, as we know, they were. Never really the same after that. Uh, Howard with the injuries, Utley with the injuries, Rollins aged, Cliff Lee aged, Halliday aged, plus injuries. So, you know, you know that was the last time the Phillies made the playoffs. And now the Cardinals with Molina, Wainwright, and Pulos moving on, most likely Wainwright. And Arenado has a an opt-out, I believe, but I, I don't know. I don't think he'll do anything with that. We'll see. So... Could have been the end of it for the Cardinals, too. So, you know, a little nice to get some revenge there. Uh, now, moving on to Atlanta. This is going to be tough. I, I think everybody knows that. Atlanta is one of the deeper rosters in baseball behind maybe just the Dodgers and possibly Houston. I mean, it they're deep at everything. Lineup goes 7-8 deep. Rotation goes four or five, four guys you trust. Bullpen has four or five guys they trust. They're a tough team. And, you know, they've been there, done that team. They've won the division, what, five years in a row now, and they won the World Series last year. They they know what they're doing. And, you know, the Phillies are still a relatively inexperienced team going up against a very experienced team. And that Cardinals team, for how old it was, it wasn't maybe as experienced as we thought outside of Mullen because Wainwright didn't pitch, so – Bullhouse and Molina are really the two most experienced guys there, and they're way past their prime to really do anything. That's not really the case here in Atlanta. A lot of the core guys were here last year, and they're still young, and they're in the middle of their careers. You know, like Dansby Swanson and Kunu wasn't in the playoff run last year's back, and Olsen, despite coming from the A's, the A's had some playoff runs when Olsen was there, and Riley's a year older and looks like he could possibly win MVP this year. So this team is built differently than most and you know they they, they showed it when they <laughs> took the division from the Mets at the end of the season so they are among the hardest possible draws you could have but you know that's the playoffs and the Phillies outside of the last seven times they played on the Phillies more or less looked like they're about to give away the playoff spot you know the Phillies played the Braves tough for most of the year except for that in there where they went two and five against them in those last seven before that I think they were Six and six against them. So, you know, we'll see. The Phillies will throw Suarez in game one and then go back to Wheeler and Nola. I'm really, really curious to see what they do in a game four. I, I would go a falter. I don't trust Gibson at all, at all. I'm shocked he made the playoff roster, but it doesn't really matter because he's pitching. Uh, or if Nick Nelson was pitching, you know, that means that game is over anyway, so it probably doesn't matter. Uh, Syndergaard just pitches to contact too much, and sometimes it's hard contact. It's hard to trust him, especially against a team as powerful as the Braves. So I, I think they go to falter. No, I don't think he exactly has the same leash that Wheeler and Nola do. Uh, you know, if you get four out of them, I think you're happy, and then you try to maybe manage a bullpen game with some Bilotti and Brogdon mixed in there to get to the sixth or seventh. So that'll be interesting. But, you know, it comes down to a lot of these Phillies hitters have decent numbers against some guys on the Braves. Um, you know, Harper 
had his two longest home runs of the year, I think, came against these Braves bullpen guys, Jansen and Iglesias. So, you know, that's good to see. Uh, Real Mito has a couple home runs off of Kyle Wright, which is who's expected to be the Braves game two starter. So, you know, that's another thing. Um, a lot of these guys have decent numbers just because they see them so much, and that, that's going to happen, especially the Phillies have decent numbers against Morton. So he's supposed to pitch game three, I think, which will be the first game in Philadelphia, which will be against Nola. So, you know, for the Phillies, it's just try to find a way to win one game in Atlanta. You know, that's tough. Atlanta's a tough place to play, especially in the playoffs. It's a very hostile place, and the Braves are playing probably the best baseball of anyone in the league right now. It's probably not even close, honestly, maybe the Dodgers, but this team is hot. And But the Phillies are confident now. You know, they've already celebrated twice, which, you know, they, they look like they're having fun. And that's that, go, that goes a long way because we look back at some of those Phillies teams that lost in 10 and 11, and it was, you know, the team coming in was kind of the underdog fun team, just going out there, didn't care, nothing to lose really. And it was the Phillies with the 102 and, 95 or whatever it was wins that had all the pressure to get back to the world series and you know they lost they got upset so that's kind of the role the phillies need to take this this week against the braves now i unfortunately think the season will end in this series uh, you know for other reasons i just mentioned the braves are just incredibly talented incredibly deep and the phillies you know in the lineup they're surviving but the contributions maybe aren't what we want them to be, Harper hit the home run in game two. But I mean, Schwarber had two sack flies, didn't have a hit in the series. Hoskins, who somehow gets to stay in the two hole every day, was 0 for 9, I think. It, they need to move the lineup around a little bit. Hoskins has to get out of the two hole. The problem is you can't put Stott there because Schwarber and Harper are lefties. And I think he'd be one of the best guys to put there. So I, th- I think you have to put Bohm in the two spot. He had two doubles in the series against the Cardinals. Looked pretty good. His at bats were decent. I think you have to put him in the two hole. Makes a lot more contact than Hoskins, who left a lot of guys on base in that series. Um, you know, in that ninth inning, when they had the sixth run rally, he he pretty much made the only two outs because the other out was a sack fly. And he started the inning with an out, ended it with an out. It was, you know, it's just his at bats don't look good right now. And we know how streaky he is. And right now he's just in a very big hole and. In the playoffs, you just you can't have that, especially at the top of the order. So he needs to move down. Segura, kind of like the way he's playing, obviously had the big hit, confident, playing good. Stott, make a lot of nice at-bats, making hard contact, not really looking overmatched, which is good. So we'll see, especially, you know, I don't even know if Stott's going to play game one against the lefty free. They might go to Sosa at short. So that that's another thing to look at. So. We'll see. I think they got to move the lineup around. And then if they could just get Cassianos going a little, it's the same stuff from the season, just rolling everything over, ground balls, ground balls. It's just, it doesn't look good for him either. So not exactly sure what they're going to do there. Uh, but lineup lineup's still a little concerning. Pitching, I love the front three. They all have decent numbers against the Braves too. They all handled them at times this season. I, I think if the Phillies lose, it won't be because of, starting pitching, at least in the first three games. You know, we'll see game four, but when it comes down to the bullpen, it'll hold up. It, can we try, you know, Zeflin, Zeflin, if he comes in for these saves, the, the Cardinals' bottom half of the lineup isn't probably as good as the the Braves. So, 
you know, is, is that going to be an issue for him when he was kind of working around trouble in those first two games against the Cardinals? He might not be able to work around against the Braves. Could happen. Dominguez Robertson still looks shaky at times, but Dominguez dialed back on a couple of big strikeouts in game two. Robertson had a pretty clean eighth inning in game one. Uh, Alvarado gave up the home run in game one, looked good in game two. So if that's all they trust, I get it, but you probably need a little more, especially going against the Braves, who have such a balanced lineup. But we'll see. I, it's just the Braves are playing so well right now. Uh, I couldn't get Sean. I couldn't get older, Sean. I asked him what his prediction would have been for this series. As far I'll check again, but he has not texted me yet. Uh, I'm going to take the Braves in five. I, I think the Phillies do win maybe one of the first two in Atlanta, and then I think they win the first game in Philly, and then the concerns with who pitches game four kind of screws them, and the Braves take that there. And then, you know, game five's at home. Usually, you know, it's going to benefit the more experienced team, the deeper team, the team that can rely on more pitchers, especially because it looks like, and we all like Ranger, but it looks like Ranger would pitch game five, and, you know, we, he's never pitched in the playoffs before. I don't know how he would handle an elimination game like that, and, if the Phillies are only trusting four guys out of the bullpen by the fifth game, it could be a problem with those guys being overworked and stuff. So I'm going to take the Braves in five, but I, you know, I don't think we can call the season a disappointment at all. The Phillies made it farther than the Mets in the playoffs. The Phillies won a playoff series, won a series against a team that everybody wanted them to be because of the whole revenge factor I talked about. You know, this season was a good first step and Rob Thompson got the interim tag taken off as manager uh, for the next two years now. It's a two year deal. So that was cool today to see. And I think that does give that this team an extra added motivation heading into this series, though, that their guy's going to be there. They're playing for him, and that's something they've kind of done since he took over in early June. So I, I think that will give them some extra motivation. And I think they win two games, and I think we should be pretty happy, honestly, if this goes to game five because that showed a lot about this team with, you know, the reality being that half the lineup – isn't playing good at all, really. You know, Hoskins, Cassiano, Schwarber, a little shaky. I know he had the two big sack flies. Um, you know, Marsh, okay, yeah, not playing bad. But it's like too many of the big bats just aren't playing good to have total confidence in this team against a way more competent Braves team than the Cardinals were. And that, that's what I think this comes down to, really. Uh, but other than that, I, I, I think the Phillies, you know, have a chance in this series just because of how tough they played the Braves. But there's just a lot going in the Braves' favor, especially with the Phillies already having to play two games and the Braves pretty rested with a rested rotation, rested bullpen with guys that are good. So, you know, that's that's how it's going to be. And it looks like they might get Spencer Strider back, whether he starts or his weapon on the bullpen for them too. I, I don't know. But either way, that's going to be tough for the Phillies. They, they struggle with him at times this year. So that's another difficulty. Uh, so I got I got the Braves in five. I don't know what Sean has. If he gets back to me, I'll put it in the description on YouTube and the, the podcast. But if not, I'm sure he'll say the Phillies are going to win. I don't know. He probably has the Phillies in four or five. Uh, I don't blame him. You know, I just – I've gone on the side of caution maybe. I, I just I, – I don't think it's disappointing if they lose it all. I really don't. Um, this was a first good step, and hopefully – they build a better team for next year too. And that this run and this playoff experience works in their favor. You know, like we talked about uh, after they clinched the postseason berth, 
uh, Middleton getting this taste of the playoffs again is only going to want to make him spend more and do more to make the team good. And then winning a playoff series. And then, you know, the way I'm projecting it, where they lose kind of in a heartbreaking fashion in this series, he's going to even be more motivated. And I think, you know, maybe this isn't the year for the Phillies. I think we can all agree on that, that the Dodgers and the Braves are way more talented rosters, although the Phillies had a winning record against the Dodgers and, you know, Houston on the other side and the Yankees, you know, the Phillies realistically might still be the fifth, sixth, seventh most talented team left in these playoffs, but that's okay. This was the first good step. This feels like 07. If this is 07, I think we'll all take that. So that's where I'm at. Uh, Braves in five, but I think it'll be close. I do. And I, I'm obviously rooting very hard for the Phillies to win this. It'd be really cool to see them go the farthest out of any team in the division this year after, you know, all the crap they kind of got from Mets and Braves fans for kind of a lackluster season at times. But this will be a first good step, I think, for what, as Sean says, this will be the worst Phillies team in 10 years. And if that's the case, this is awesome that, you know, the worst team in 10 years, the next 10 years, is going to take the defending champs to an elimination game in the second round of the playoffs. So that's where I'm at. Uh, I guess we'll talk next time, maybe whatever Sean wants to do, maybe halfway through this series, depending how it's going, maybe after the series. We'll see. Uh, game one tomorrow at one. Your Phillies getting screwed with these times, kind of. Game one at one, and then I think game two is at like four something, four thirty-five or something. So not the not the greatest times if you have to work or you're trying to sit back and drink some beer for this game. But it's exciting. Uh, we're gonna have a home game over the weekend on Friday, so that's awesome. Get back into Philly, get baseball back into Philly, playoff baseball. So it's exciting. Uh, you know. Let's go for it. Why not?